Sloan Skellion is an insurance and financial service specialist, State Farm agent, and he's licensed in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Welcome back to the Hair Just a Strong Show. I'm your host, Robert Hughes, and today I have with me Sloan, and we are going to talk all about insurance. Yes, this is my, you might not think this is a sexy topic, but this is super important for you to know whether you're a licensed, whether your license style is working for somebody else or a 1099 contractor or a salon owner with employees or a booth rental. Today, we're going to talk about 1099 contractors and in the in, in the industry. And some of this applies to you as a stylist, even if you work for somebody else. So you definitely want to check this out. Thank you so much, Sloan, for uh, coming on the Thank show. Thank you for having me. Um, really appreciate this. Uh, and so everyone, Sloan is my insurance agent. I've hooked him up with a number of people and uh, for, for insurance. And um, it's always great to have a conversation and he likes to go, he can go in depth and answer mm -hmm. all your questions. Um, so why don't we just start off Sloan by uh, telling us a little bit about uh, you and your, ins you know, working as an insurance agent mm -hmm. and, um, and then we'll dive right in. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so again, my name is Sloan Scallion. I, uh, I've been a state farm agent for uh, seven years. Before that, I was in sales, uh, and then the opportunity presented itself. And uh, you know, insurance is a, it's a, you know, State Farm's a great name. Most people have a positive opinion of State Farm, and joining their company was was a big decision. But once uh, once I made that commitment, I'm very happy for the career change. And like most of you, I am also a independent contractor. We're 1099s. We're not W2s. So so with that, I have a whole separate um, insurance needs for myself, for my employees, my office, and in my profession. Um, yeah. All right. Awesome. That's a, it's an awesome segue <laughs> into it, actually. So uh, if I'm a, a hairstylist, and uh, typically, if I work for somebody, then I don't have uh, most, most places don't offer insurance. Some, some places, uh, will I've interviewed some salon owners that offer long-term disability insurance and, uh, some that, you know, will sign you up for, they'll have a, a, a group policy at the salon for short-term disability. Um, and then, but then as a 1099 contractor, which, uh, is what I am now. And I have, as you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, I have the short-term disability i need to get long-term disability uh but also i have business coverage so why don't we start with this short and long-term disability and could you okay. uh, talk a little bit about that yeah so basically what what disability is um it basically uh it, it uh it's insurance that covers you in the event that you are unable to perform and do your job uh, basically let's say you know you guys work with your hands a lot and let's say you, you broke your arm you know or or you uh, damaged your hand, you, weren't, you were unable to work. Well, if you had a, a disability policy in place, what, what happens is basically uh, you file the claim uh, and then uh, basically just you go see a doctor and they will, you know, basically, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll uh, figure out what, what, what the problem is, but then they'll, we'll get that official uh, diagnosis and submit it with the claim. And then you have uh, basically, you'll have um, income coming in while you, uh, while you you get better, while you get you know better, and you know uh, short term short term disability is uh, zero to three years. Long term can be uh, up until age sixty seven. Uh, basically, yeah, they're, and they're two different. The pricing's a little different, but you know short term, uh, long term, yeah, it can go uh, all the way to age sixty seven. 
Oh, uh, it's a little more expensive, you know, but um, but you can have that. So uh, so short term is uh, zero to three years. So that's yeah. I think um, I think I have a policy not with State Farm, but I have Aflac and I think they only cover me up to six months. Does that sound right? They uh, oh, six months. Well, uh, oh, meaning uh, disability. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and act like they're kind of like the big player in that space. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, every company is different. You know, they, they have, they'll offer different, and that might be a, a more, uh, you know, the, the, the less the benefit uh, benefit period is probably not as expensive. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not as expensive to pay for that. Um, and a lot of times six months, you know, a lot of times, you know, that's about as much time you need for your, you know, to heal from your injury, you know, whatever that is. Right. Um, but again, I can't speak to them. Everybody's different. You know, so. so if I have a, uh, it, so if, so an example, like I just had a neck surgery and, uh, I was out for six weeks and I basically still part-time and it's been almost a year and yeah. I got six months worth of. Well, I got paid for being out of work for six weeks. And then I also got paid for being part time for the rest of the six month period. And uh, but then it ended and I'm still part time. And um, I don't know when I'll go back to full time. I probably needed, you know, another six months, honestly. Uh, So that's good to know that um, there there are short term disability policies that are longer. Longer than Yeah. 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 And again, again, uh, you know, and basically base it off your uh, your I mean, uh, your 1099s. We you know, look at your look at what your income is and then uh, you, you plug that in and then you, you basically your profession. Uh, each profession has a different category. So uh, you all, uh, you know, salon owners and like myself in, in the insurance business working in an office, you kind of have a better rating than, let's say, a roofer, you know, or a. A, a contractor, you know, a, a tree guy, you know, the, those guys are higher risk because they're out, you know, in the elements and, but, but you being in a, in a, in a more, you know, basically, you know, with not much going on in an office space or, or a salon, you know, yeah. Right. So right. You, you, you do have a, high, a better rating. So it keeps the premiums down. So let's talk about that. So uh, when I want to, if I, I want to come in and I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to hook me up with some short-term disability. So you said we, you look at, you look at my, what my last tax returns. Um, yeah. We look at, we look at your income. Um, we look at your income, you know, and then, uh, you know, again, your, 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 your job code is what we call it in, in, you know, internally. Uh, and then, um, and then uh, one thing, once we start going over premium, basically they'll, they'll, uh, on, on disability, they will do a, uh, 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 they'll, they'll do, they won't check your medical records, but they'll, they'll do a, a, a just kind of a, a soft inquiry on your, you know, if you have any medical history, you know, either scripts, you know, prescriptions or any, any, you know, any, any treatment that you've had. Cause they do ask that you, you have to, you know, you have to, you have to answer. Uh, it's a pretty simple uh, application, but you do have to answer questions about medical history. Um, so, and so, Hold on, sorry. So, so yeah. does that mean like pre-existing conditions would uh, impact your ability yes. to get coverage, or would it just make your coverage more expensive? Or it, could it, it mean make it more, not coverable? Yeah, it, it, it could be any of those things. It could be uh, you're you're uh, you're not eligible, you know, um, or it could increase if you have a pre-existing condition. It could increase your premium, you know. And basically, what happens is the uh, you know the insurance company and the underwriters uh, uh, and it just just so. 
you know, for your audience, um, you know, I'm the face of State Farm and, you know, you work with me, but ultimately I gather information and all that's sent to these underwriters. Underwriters are the ones that make the decision. You know, a lot of people think that uh, us agents, you know, we, you know, we, we, we do a lot, but again, uh, these go to specialists. So don't blame you. Gotcha. Everybody yells at me for price increases and stuff, but yeah, it basically, we gather the information and then we pass it on to the underwriter and they look at, they'll look at your age, you know, and then, and then look at this, this medical history to, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, they want to take on the risk basically. So how much, um, it, if I say I make uh, $100,000 a year, just to give you an example, um, and I uh, wanted to get coverage, but I didn't need $100,000 a year's worth of coverage, mm-hmm. could I opt for a less expensive policy that would say, pay me out the equivalent of $50,000? Or how does, yes. that, how does yes. that work? You can choose. So basically, when I do the application, doing the application, I look at your your statements, see what your income is, and then you can you can basically put in the, you put in say a hundred thousand, and then you put in uh, max benefit. You basically just you just click on there, and then it'll tell you what what you what you will get uh, with that income, uh, and then you can lower that if you want, which will bring the premium down on your policy. You know, once it goes. So yeah, you don't need the whole amount. You don't have to. You're not required to, to take the whole amount. So okay. So if I'm if I'm making say. Um, Another simple round number. If I'm making a thousand dollars a month uh, mm-hmm. in my income, am I going to get a thousand dollars a month worth of coverage? They uh, uh, again, what they have, there's a, there's an algorithm that they use. Uh, you don't get you won't get the full you won't get okay. your full you know income back, but you you'll get like between sixty six and seventy percent of that. Okay. Um, and then also another thing to think about, and I'm not sure what you have with Aflac. So there's a thing. On, on all these policies, there is a, what's called an elimination period, okay? And I don't know if you – did you have that with Aflac? I, I believe – I don't know. It was so long ago. Okay. Uh, so what it. that is – so basically uh, what it is is um, you can choose 30, 60, 90, 180 days. So basically what that means is these benefits will kick in after 30 days, 60 – and you choose 30, 60, 90 – and the longer you wait, the less expensive it is. If you choose, you choose 30 days, because basically what, what happens is something happens to your hand. You go in for the doctor. He diagnoses it. There's a, you, know, you got a, a nerve issue, whatever. Uh, basically, we get that. And then now from that day, 30 days from there, then your benefit kicks in. Okay. When you, yeah. When you file the claim, you know, so, um, and it, it, you know, some people say, well, you know, if, if, if that's the case, then this, you know, this, this issue that I have in my hand may, may be gone in 30 days. That's true. Um, so it's kind of like, it's kind of like skin of the game, basically, you know, you, you pay okay. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, I yeah. want to make sure I understand when you say elimination period, are you saying at the beginning of your policy, you might have to wait 30, 60, 90, 180, or are you saying, Per injury and per claim, I have to wait 30, 60, 90, 180 yeah. days. It's per claim. It's per, per claim. That prevents, prevents you from doing your job. Yeah. So, and so I could choose. go 60 days and like be like not work for two months, but not get paid unless yeah. it goes over the 60 days. And then once you get, yeah, then you start collecting. And again, it, uh, that also impacts premium. So if you choose a shorter elimination period of 30 days, and then you start collecting after that that first month, then the premium will be a little bit higher. If you choose 
180 days, you know, which just seems kind of, you know, it's like, why that's like, what that six months, um, the premiums are lower, but that, you know, that's, that's probably a more serious, you know, injury, but again, the premiums are lower. And that's for short-term disability. Is that also for long-term disability? Yes. Yes. So let's jump over to long-term disability. Uh, is there yeah. any of the information that you shared that is different between short-term and long-term disability? Um, the, not uh, the premium for long-term, actually, believe it or not, long-term premium uh, is a little bit higher because, again, if you, I mean, let's say, Rob, let's just say that now, uh, let's say that, you know, your profession and you, something you know, terrible happens to your hand where you lose fingers, you know, and you, you're, you know, you, you can, you can, you can claim up until you're 67 years old on this because you're not, you know, so this thing's paying out every month, you know up until 67. So, and, you know, if you're a young person, that's, that's 30 years, you know? And so that's why long-term uh, tends to be a little more expensive because it can go, you know, gotcha. to your 67. So, yeah. but, uh, but that also has an elimination period. I'm yeah. assuming. Okay. And are those elimination periods longer or are they about? No, the they are, the, they are the same. They okay. are the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the higher premium for longer term coverage, basically, if I can't be a hairdresser anymore, uh, I want and I want to have some sort of long term coverage. If it's yeah. like not my choice, I, yeah. you know, because of does this cover mental health? Um, that is a good question. Let's see. I will, I'll have to get back to you on that. Mental okay. health, that's a good question. Yeah. Good okay, question. cool. We can, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll yeah. circle back for the audience. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Let them know. And then if anybody has any questions and you're in the DMV, uh, then you can definitely reach out to Sloan. Um, okay. So we got short-term, long-term disability. Now I just want to do a little uh, industry service announcement here real quick. Uh, if you are young, if you were younger and listening to this, uh, do not make the same mistake that I did and not get long-term disability. If I, am I correct to say that it's it's cheaper if you get it earlier in life, or is that not an accurate? Is that yes? A, okay, yes, it like, is significantly it is, cheaper. It, I mean, it's it's in, just like life insurance; it's it's less expensive. But again, when you're younger, believe me, I made the same mistake myself. I, I didn't I didn't get life insurance when I was younger because you know we. I'm living, pay, you know, my money's going to go out. You know, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not thinking, I'm not thinking about that stuff, you know, and, and, uh, and as you get older, uh, it does, you know, which it should, you get older, you know, stuff starts happening, you know, your body starts breaking down, but it is more expensive as you get older. And number two, Robert, I do want, uh, one thing I do want to also want to point out, um, uh, real quickly, and, and I know we'll talk about life insurance. Um, but, uh, one one important thing and another mistake that I made is so I, I was I, I opted in on my group life insurance at my old company, you know, and I was spending I, I maxed it out and I was spending, you know, I paid for it every my paycheck every two weeks and I was spending about one hundred and fifty bucks a month, you know, for for maxing up my life insurance when I should have gotten a policy with like State Farm or a separate person where so it doesn't matter where I go, meaning I can change jobs. This is stays with me because it's my I own it because oh, so you, you can't keep your life insurance. policy. No, yes, I'm saying it's a benefit with your company. And, oh. so, and, and again, I was maxing it out and, you know, one hundred and fifty dollars. You know, I, I did that for seven years. I could have gotten a really good policy. Yeah. And it could, you know, I mean, that's a lot of money for, for a, a month for life insurance. And yeah, I could have gotten one that stayed with me. You know, I did the math. I spent like twenty twenty two thousand dollars over those seven years. 
with with the company life insurance probably when I could have took you know take that money and had it with like a state farm or any you know any other life insurance company. Right. Well, so. I I I know from personal experience, uh, my wife is seven years younger and healthier than yeah. me, and uh, we applied for uh, life insurance, and I think the premiums were my premiums were like double or yeah. more than double than That's hers. Correct. So like, definitely like while you're still in your twenties, I like, this is not financial or, or any sort of advice. Uh, this is my personal opinion is that <laughs> everyone should have, uh, ha- get life insurance at an earlier age. Don't wait yep. like I did. Um, but also, um, so le- definitely life insurance, um, but that's because not because like at, when I was younger, I didn't have any independence and I was like, I don't, what do I need life insurance? For? Right. right. Um, but now I realize like if you if you want to have a family and, and if you want to have dependent, if there are going to be depend, people depending on you in the future, then you're kind of doing like a little disservice to yourself and them by waiting uh, yeah. because of that increase in premium. I mean, I have to it's like going to take me three. T- it, I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also, listen, you know, and it's, it's, no one wants to think about, you know, the bad things like life insurance, you know, and again, when I was younger, I didn't think about it, you know, I know, but I knew about it, but I just wasn't important to me at the time. But, you know, when, let's just say something were to happen, you know, it's a very, very traumatic experience and you don't want to, you know, uh, you know, if if you don't have anything in place, even if you're, if you're still, you know, young and single, but, you know, you, you don't want to put your family through that you know, pain. I mean, you know, to, to have a nice service, you know, we're talking fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, you know, and, and, and right. you know, if you don't have anything in place, you're going to burden you, on the family. You're, you're, yeah. You're burdened. You're going to burden your family and they're, they want to, they're going to have something nice for you, but now they're out of pocket, you know, and this, right. uh, you know, having something in place, even if it's just a hundred thousand dollars, that'll take care of that, you know, and, 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 you know, and, and you just won't put people under financial stress and they're already going through the trauma of losing, you know, losing right. you. Yeah, right. So. so, okay. So just to kind of recap so far. So if anybody's listening and they're like getting lost in this stuff. Um, yeah. So we got, we got short-term disability is going to protect you from anywhere from, from zero to three years uh, yeah. if you're injured, but it's not permanent. And as a, as a, as a, as a contract, independent contractor, if you're running your own suite, if you rent a chair in a booth, uh, even if you're an employee and your business and your company doesn't offer it, um, I would definitely, definitely, like, definitely get short-term disability. My opinion. That's my opinion. Like, uh, because if I'm a contractor and I got rent to pay, or uh, even if I don't have rent, maybe I'm in a uh, a a co-op and I pay I pay into it, and or whatever the whatever your business model is. But yeah. like, if you we when we lose work as contractors, we need, we still got rent to pay, yeah. we still got health insurance bills to pay. We got, we got, you know, all this, we have our bills and then um, we might want to eat food too, <laughs> you know, that would be nice. Um, so like short-term disability, I just want to hammer it in like, mm-hmm. you know, and just say like, I, that's my personal opinion. Um, and then there's long-term disability, which I regret not having, especially now that I have my neck surgery, I feel like anything reason why I'm not going to work other than maybe like a disease or cancer or something is Mm -hmm. like, um, 
is going to be considered a pre-existing condition because they tinkered with the top of yep. my spine, you know? Yep. So now I'm really bummed about it because the physical side of stuff is not probably not going to be covered. Um, so like, I would say like, I wish I didn't make that mistake. And then life insurance, I think you bring up a really good point about, you know, thinking about the people that are around you and for 25 bucks a month, uh, you can, you can get that and take the burden off your off of anybody who has to deal with uh, the fact that they just lost you and um, and yeah. then and they don't want to have to pay money. And I also think that it's important to say, like what you said earlier, is this is not like the happiest conversation, but it is, I, in my opinion, one of the most important uh, as, a, as a stylist, a person who works with their body. They have to be physically present. They have to use their hands and it takes a toll. Um, so anyway, yep. so that's where we're at. So yep. now, so now, and then you just mentioned uh, liability and business insurance. So now, so we got the three talked about short-term, long-term disability and life insurance. And mm-hmm. now we're going into, as an independent contractor, uh, I have a separate policy because I'm my own business. So that I look at that as like a type of business insurance that protects me. Now, let me ask you this question because this is going to come up. If I'm an L, if I pick myself as an LLC, why do I need insurance as a business, uh, as an independent contractor? Do yeah, I, do I need I mean- that extra business coverage? Yeah. So an LLC, meaning that now you're now you're not uh, if something were to happen, you're not being uh, to say sued under your as an individual you're doing as your as your company. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. As an LLC, yeah. I mean, basically, uh, you know, yeah. The, they 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 could possibly not come after your 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 assets that are in your name, but they're going to come after the LLC. You know, so they'll take all I'm my business. Yeah, I'm an LLC, and I you know I have I have. Uh, coverage that covers both me personally and my LLC. Uh, you could, and basically how it works, uh, your policy, uh, basically it, it covers uh, your, it actually covers your, 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 uh, your, uh, your clippers, your, your, your uh, scissors. What do you call them? Shears. I mean, yep. it covers all your business uh, property, mm-hmm. but the most important, and, and that, you know, you think you've got like 5,000, which is plenty, right. For as far as, as coverage for your business property. But the most important thing is the liability part, which covers, let's say uh, you, uh, you, uh, you know, you, maybe you're, you're, uh, you're coloring somebody's hair and you burn their scalp, you know, with the chemicals uh, and, uh, and they, you know, they're, they're, they, they're, they're damaged. You know, let's say they had $200,000 in damage, medical bills and, and, and injury. Your, your policy would cover those injuries because if you don't have that, then they're going to come after you individually or your, or your company. And then, and then, you know, again, and that, you know, think about, if you don't have, if you don't have a policy, it's, uh, if you don't have a policy, a lot, you know, the liability part of these policies, they cover you. If you don't have that, they're going to come after your assets, meaning income savings, uh, maybe uh, future income, you know, they can, they can garnish your wages. You know, it, let's say that you are found liable in a court of law. And then now, you know, you don't have, you, you don't have enough to cover the damages. Then they will, they will, they will, they will, uh, you know, garnish your wages to pay this person back for the damages and you know the the harm. Um, and so, by having one of these policies in place, all that worry goes away. You know that that's nothing you have to worry about. And again, you know, we're talking you know thirty three, forty dollars a month. I you know that that should help you sleep well at night. 
knowing that you have coverage. And, you know, again, it applies. Let's say you, uh, you, you poke somebody, you know, with the scissors or, you know, or, and again, same kind of thing, but they're injured, have to go to the hospital. You're like, you have a, you have, you have a million dollars per incident, $2 million per year, you know, uh, for, uh, to cover any of the, any of these, you know, this type of in, injuries. I cut the, uh, I cut the top of uh, someone's ear off once <laughs> when I, when I was, when I was kind of earlier on in my career and, uh, I wasn't, oh, man, that must've been horrifying. I mean, there's a lot of, lot of blood in that cartilage. That was so blood. much blood and, yeah. um, he had to get stitches yeah. and, uh, it was a nightmare, and um, I guess that that's an example of like an accident. Also, burning chemical burns is something yeah. that happens. I also know a uh, a stylist who uh, made a mistake in and analyzing the person's scalp and did a relaxer, and they got um, burns, chemical burns from the relaxer on their scalp. And they were suing and the uh, insurance company uh, settled with them for 30 grand or something. And and uh, that's what, you know, what's great about these policies, something like that happens, you know, you, again, you you know, it's unfortunate and I know you probably feel terrible with with your client, but know that you have something in place. Basically that that would happen. You say, Hey, you just call me Sloan. Hey, we got to file a claim. We'll, We'll get the statements and then we just take it over from there. You don't even have to be involved. You know, that's why we're here. Uh, we'll get them squared away. We'll have them send all the all their medical all their treatment bills. They all come to us directly and we pay them directly. So that, you know, it's just that's one thing. You know, you, you know, once it's once a claim is filed, our claims team, whole special, they just take it over from there. You don't do anything else. Yeah, yeah because uh, from what I understand, uh, even if you're an LLC, it is it is there are certain part certain ways in which someone that that li- limited liability coverage does not like person can go beyond like yeah uh, be beyond that LLC. So if you own a home or uh, or but like I didn't even know they could garnish your wages. Like the fact yeah. that if you you know even if you don't own any assets, you said your income is an asset. So yeah. every time you try to make money. Uh, you're gonna have to, you know, pay a percentage of that. I guess that's that's correct. Yeah. Uh, so what so what you're saying is like we've been spending this whole time talking about how your uh, how in the salon things can happen and why we we need coverage. Whether it's because I hurt myself and I mm-hmm. need coverage for disability short term. Whether I permanently hurt myself and I can't do hair anymore, so it's long term disability. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether I. I unfortunately passed away, like taking the burden off my family by having life ter- life insurance. But yep. then, then we go into having business <laughs> policy and the business policy covers in case we mess up, make a mistake yep. or do something that is not intentional necessarily. Uh, hopefully not yep. intentional. And, uh, and, but now, so that, and that's like a liability coverage. That's what that would be called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The business policy. I mean, you but you have property. Your business property is covered. They all, you all, you always have property coverage. But the big one is the liability part. That's that's why you want. Okay, that. so a business yeah. policy that gives you the liability plus property coverage, and yeah. uh, and also like, yeah. Okay, so um, what about uh, and then then you said, well, if something happens outside that has nothing to do with the business. <laughs> Right. hit by a car or you hit somebody with your car yeah. or something happens um or say you have what about like i've heard stories like if you have someone at your house and uh they slip and fall or you have yep. like a, a yeah something like that like they could yeah, yeah. Sue you 
for example, you can be sued. So, so unlike your business policy, what's um, in that in that scenario? So basically, uh, for the for you to be found at fault or neg- you have to be found negligent. Like for example, this let's take the example of uh, your home. Uh, uh, and let's say, and it, this is a good example. This is what I tell people, you know, when we're talking about uh, liability and uh, having a, an umbrella policy to cover. So basically, let's say you're entertaining, you're having a party, uh, and let's say that one of your outlets uh, in your and on your island in your home, you know, there's a wire kind of poking out, and you, you've been meaning to get it fixed, but they haven't. You, you know, someone comes over and they they electrocute themselves, they injure themselves. Um, you know, basically that's they would may find you negligent because that 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 outlet was not repaired you know and then uh and if you had a policy with state farm they would pay you know pay out to 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 make this person whole that was injured uh but if someone you know same scenario but someone just slips in in your house uh you know maybe a piece of ice was on the floor or they just slip for no you know no reason more on them you're not negligent you know they just that was an accident They, they fell you know, but you wouldn't be found negligent for that. So uh, it, it could be a, uh, an underwriter or a claims person would deny that claim just because maybe the person had too much to drink. You know, right. uh, you know, you could just say they were they were drinking and you know and, and uh, that they they couldn't they couldn't you know file a claim against you or so on your own. In the car, someone like someone told me that if you have a person that comes in and cleans your house and they're not with a cleaning company, and so they don't have their own insurance, and they fall while they're performing services, then they could yeah. sue you. Yes, yes, they could. Yeah, or like, they yeah. Could. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, a, a, so like a renter's policy, would that cover that kind of stuff? Yes, yeah, okay, renter's so, policy, they all have liability. Yeah, they what if, a, how about a homeowner's out. insurance policy? Yeah, a homeowner's also, yeah, so okay. basically, they both have liability, you know, you have, uh, and they work differently, but a renter's policy has your personal property and then uh, it has some liability coverage. A homeowner's covers the dwelling uh, and, and, and all, all, everything inside of that house. Uh, and then you also have the liability portion of, of that as well. Okay. So, um, so now, so that's for something happening in the home. Now let's say, um, and, and Rob, just Robert, let me make one point out one thing that should, that should, you know, I, you know, I'm not sure how many of your colleagues own a home or rent, but, uh, you know, we, in the, in this business, um, you know, we, we, we're here to educate people and, 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 you know, you should have a rental policy in place because a lot of people, uh, think that, Oh, if something were to happen, uh, to my property in this rental unit that, the rental unit would cover it. That is not, that is a, you're renting a condo from another person that uh, the owner, basically if there is water damage in that unit and it damages your things, if you don't have a renter's policy in place, there is no coverage for your things. Meaning if you have, I had a customer, I had a MacBook and he thought that and basically water came in and uh, damaged his bed. And he had his, I guess the MacBook was on the bed. And uh, he was under the impression that the condo owner had coverage. Condo owner has coverage for the condo itself, the appliances, uh, some liability, but not the personal property of the tenant. And so uh, it's very important if, if, you, if people, because a lot of people don't think that any renter's policy, if, if you know, if this, if, if there's, there's damage to your personal property in this, you don't have a renter's policy, there is no coverage. So you're out of pocket, basically, let's say there was a fire, you know, or smoke or, or, or there was a fire and, and there was so much water trying to put out all the, all the, all the fires that 
Uh, they damage all your furniture, linens, your clothes, you know, electronics. You don't have a renter's policy in place. There is no coverage. And a renter's policy is very inexpensive, you know, 10 bucks uh, a month, okay. 12 bucks a month. Okay, 12 bucks a month for renters. So if you're renting and you don't have renter's insurance, you should definitely get it because have, there's yeah, so you, many you, reasons yeah, to get yeah. that. I want to go back real quick to um and to uh, as we start to kind of like wrap this up, but I want to like okay. so we talked about um we talked about uh we talked about what happens if I hurt myself um and I can't do hair mm-hmm. for a short period of time, that's short-term disability. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens if I can't do hair for the rest of my life and mm-hmm. that's long-term disability, it'll cover me up to I'm 67 and then I can yep. file for social security. Yeah. Right. At and that then, point, that's correct. And then, and then if, um, and then we talked about like passing away life insurance and the burden, like how expensive funerals are and mm-hmm. uh, taking that off of your loved ones. And then we also talked about, um, uh, uh, liability business insurance and business insurance. Mm-hmm. If you're a contractor and you are work, you're, you're a 1099 independent contractor, uh, and you have, even if you own a business, you want mm-hmm. some sort of business policy for liability in the yeah. event that something happens to a customer, uh, yeah. while you're working on them or in your space or whatever. And Correct. then, and then also, if you're <laughs> if you're driving, if something happens to somebody in your home, that could be a renter's insurance or homeowners. But if but if something happens like while you're driving to work and you and you are in an accident and you hit somebody and it's your fault and mm-hmm. um, and the coverage is beyond what the auto insurance would cover, then they could come after your personal assets. Right. I mean, that is correct. That is correct. Um, and it's important. So, um, you know, again. When people are shopping for insurance, it's all, a lot of people. It's all about price. You know, they just uh, you know it's about price. But if you but you know, and Robert, you do you you do a great job. Like you, you know, I, I've known you now, and and you, I like myself. Like I'm a sponge, and I want to ask a million questions. You know, I have a million questions about things, and have a have a, a an educated conversation with your insurance professional about risk and about you know you, you don't want to get the bare minimum. You know, like Virginia bare minimum is thirty. 30,000 bodily injury, 60,000, you know, combined. And that's, that's not a lot. I mean, if you're, if you, you're on this beltway, you know, or, or on, on one of these roads, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty chaotic. People are driving like crazy. You look down, maybe you, ch- you hear a text, you look down and, you know, for that brief second, you, you, you know, you're not paying attention. You slam into somebody, you know, let's say you rear end them, you know, major neck injuries, you know, and they have to call an ambulance if they airlift them out of there, you know, and we're talking several hundred thousand dollars in damages. If you only have 30,000 in coverage, that's, what, you know, these, these personal injury lawyers that you see on TV, that, you know, science and Kirk, that's what they do. They, they yeah. will, they'll, and again, you may not have assets. You may not have a lot of savings. They'll come after that, but then they will garnish your wages for a long, you know, for, and, 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 you know, it, again, that's why you, you know, that's why you, you don't have the bare minimum, you know, so you can protect yourself. Because, you know, again, when you do the bare minimum and then you bump it up to, let's say, 100000 150000 about it, the increase in premium is not that much. It's not that much higher, you know. Um, and, and but you are at risk getting the bare minimum. You know, we don't, you know, that's the state specific requirement, but that's that's nowhere near enough. 
Yeah. Well, um, I think uh, this is this is really great. I think uh, we cover like a wide gamut here of everything. Yeah. I think we we touched on majority, <laughs> if not everything, maybe not everything, but the, a majority of like some of the most important topics. And hopefully, this gets a conversation started and the wheels turning, and all of our all of you listening and watching this. Um, I want to like <clears throat> make sure to say something here, like. Uh, why am I, why did I bring Sloan on to the show? Like, I believe that insurance, you know, when I was younger, I was in an insurance, uh, agency, like when I was first getting my first car. And I remember still remember the sign that said mm-hmm. something and along the lines of insurance isn't to, isn't here to be like a burden on you when it comes to the the monthly fee but it's here for when there's an emergency yeah. and uh and catastrophe and um you never really sink in until you know years later but yeah. now i'm a huge believer in insurance like i don't want to worry about anything i got enough worries about you know do being on being the best of my game and cutting and and like mm-hmm. learning more and more and more about color and uh worrying about my customers experience and like what am i going to do with like my entrepreneurial drives if any of you out there are entrepreneurial which you probably are if you're watching the show they because i don't know how many people watch the show who aren't entrepreneurial <laughs> and so like that's what this whole yeah. show is about. Um, I, I implore you to like heed this and listen up and, um, you know, definitely like consider the importance of insurance. I personally have been on the receiving end of getting paid out by insurance companies because of very unfortunate events many right. times. I have, I am, and that is, and I, I'm so glad that I, 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 I swallowed it and bit the bullet, but I would also want to say this. If you think that you're going to go into business for yourself and you're going to not get insurance, then I think that that is a very uh, poorly advised decision, borderline yeah. on not intelligent. Like I don't think anybody should ever go into business or be independent or anything like that without so, uh, without short-term disability and business and uh, business insurance, business coverage, at least minimum. That's my my personal opinion. And if you don't have at least those two, then I don't think you're making a smart decision. And and I and I will stand firm on on my. I know some people are not going to like this, but you know that's. <laughs> well, that's, and also on, to that point, Robert. Um, you know, let's just say you're 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 an entrepreneur and you want to open up your own business, your own salon. You know, the uh, the, the building owners they require they require these insurance, you know, this insurance. So, you know, you just, you know, insurance. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, everybody hates insurance and you hate pain, but it's just, you got to pay to play. And and it's just part of life. It's just, exactly. You got to do it. It should be considered caught when you're doing your budget and writing on your numbers. Yeah. How much does color cost? How much does my shears cost? How much does a shampoo bowl cost? Don't yeah. forget how much does insurance cost? And is this going to protect all the money I'm putting in to this business from day one? You should be thinking yeah. about that. That's correct. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sloan, for coming on the show. Glad to help, Robert. Thank you. This is awesome. <laughs> and uh, and if you're listening on podcast, please uh, give us a rating uh, and follow us. If you're watching on YouTube or Instagram, please leave a comment below. Uh, please press like, subscribe. It helps support the channel. It gets us more. It gets us you know in front of more people. So if this was good for you, make sure to share the video. And uh, don't forget, insurance is super important. And on my list of things that are important, I would put insurance way, 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 way up. Yeah, that's um, good. 
Awesome. All right, man. All right. Well, have a All good right, one. All right. Take later. care. See ya. Bye.